Hello, friends. Welcome once again to another edition of Who's Behind That Voice? Volunteer Spotlight on Radio Talking Book. Today's interview is going to be kind of unique and special. Not only is it a tribute to one of our readers, but it's kind of a farewell broadcast. We have with us the gentleman who has been reading Home and Garden for quite some time, as well as the live reading of the Omaha World Herald every Wednesday morning. It is Bob Godding. Bob, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ryan. So, Bob, before we get to all of the great stuff with Radio Talking Book, tell us about your life. Where were you born where and raised, and, and what brought you to Omaha? Well, I'm originally from Grand Island, Nebraska. I uh, did a little uh, stint with uh, Hastings College, went to work for a company called Richmond Gordman. I remember uh, them. Yeah, people, I grew up in Kearney, and we had a Richmond Gordon. And uh, they transferred me to, my, to Des Moines, Iowa. I was there for about uh, one year. Uh, I left them and worked for another company for a year, actually, in Des Moines. So I lived in Des Moines for two years. But then I went back to, came to Omaha to actually work in the Richmond Gordman corporate office. And I've been in Omaha ever since. So can you tell me specifically what you did for Richmond Gordon? I was a buyer. Well, first off, I started out in, uh, I'm, kind of a, I'm kind of a geek. I'm kind of a gearhead. I started out selling stereos in what they called the audio shops. And I was selling Pioneer and Marantz and a whole bunch of other different things. And uh, as uh, life kind of goes on, they uh, wanted me to go into management. And once I went into management, they wanted me to manage their audio shop in Des Moines. So that's what I did until I uh, came to Omaha as a buyer in the Richmond Gordon Corporate I'll be darned. Yeah, well, there's no question you're a gearhead. It's one of the things we love about you here at Radio Talking Book. Do you want to give any of the schools you went to in Grand Island a shout out? Uh, Grand Island Senior High is where I went to Wasmer grade school, bar, junior high. Neither one of those schools were even there anymore. There, And then you know, Grand Island Senior High I graduated from in 1970. I, yep. I remember bar. We wrestled them uh, uh, pretty commonly when I was uh, growing up uh, in Kearney. We did the middle school wrestling with bar. How long have you been in Omaha? Then? I've been in Omaha since 1980. And uh, I stayed with Richmond Gordman for a while longer there. Um, went from Richmond Gordman to a, a company called Stereo West Computers West, which is no longer in business. Again, I, I stayed in the technology field, moved from them to Nebraska Furniture Mart as uh, first a sales manager for their electronics to, uh, group, and then eventually moved into the merchandising role on, on purchasing that stuff, and then eventually got recruited by a company called Inacom, which uh, is no longer in business. Well, good. Yeah. So it sounds like you kind of gravitate toward tech, and we, we know you certainly have here. What is it about tech and electronics and stuff like that? You mentioned you're a gearhead. What attracts you about that? I, I don't just find it fascinating the way this stuff all worked. Um, you know, I'm not an engineer, but I, I like to see how the, the different things progress. I really like to look at the increases and changes in technology. Uh, you know, there's a thing called Moore's Law that basically says technology doubles every 18 months. And it's, it's very true. We see that today. How do you keep up with it, such a crazy industry? It, it, it's very, you know, you, you stay on topic constantly. And uh, you just got to read a lot and and go to different conferences and, and meet with different people about different things. And, you know, the industry keeps you informed. So it, it's a lot of fun. I've I've lost track of a lot of it. It has changed so dramatically. That, you know, that uh, one thing I didn't mention was I eventually, when Intercom went out of business, I was actually a co-founder of a company called IP Revolution that back in 2000, 
um, was a kind of a novel approach because the whole concept was everything was going to be over IP, which today it is. And I, I worked to them uh, with them uh, up until the time that I retired in 2010. I'll be darned. So you've been retired for about 13 years now. Yeah. yeah. Well, that brings yeah. us to your family, Bob. Tell us about your family, whatever you feel like sharing. Um, well, I, I met my wife in, when I moved back to Omaha, she's originally from Henderson, Nebraska. I was doing, uh, I'm also not only, you know, kind of a gearhead, but I was a voice major in college. So I was a singer, uh, and, uh, and I also did a lot of theater work and I, I uh, wanted to do some things where I could meet people in Omaha when I moved back here. So I auditioned for a show called The Three Musketeers at the Omaha Community Playhouse and uh, at one of their cast parties. My wife happened to be sitting at a table at Johnny Sortino's and I thought she was the prettiest girl in the room. So I went over and sat next to her and uh, we eventually, you know, we got married uh, about a year after that. And uh, then we had our son in, in 19... Uh, 83, or excuse me, 80. We got married in 83. We had our son in 85, our daughter in 87. You had a full life, Bob. Um, and of course, we know you have grandkids. That plays into why it is you're leaving us. Absolutely. Yeah, they're they're cute. Um, you know, it's kind of fun. I, I know that probably experienced all these same things when I was a parent of, of the kids on some of the funny things the kids will do and everything around there. But it's, it's different with your grandkids. You, you, yeah. it just, it's just a tremendous amount of fun. Well, you anticipated one of my questions, which is what is the difference between being a parent and a grandparent in your view? Well, when they have a, a dirty diaper, I can, do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can just hand them to the parent. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any pets? We used to have a dog, um, but uh, he got really, really old and uh, passed on and our kids had left home and it was just my wife and I and we were traveling a lot and we just decided not to get another pet. So, What are some of your other passions when you're, you know, I know you mentioned theater. What, what, so what do you like to do in your spare time? Well, gardening obviously is, is one thing that, that I definitely like and I became a master gardener in 2015 with the Douglas County Extension Service. And we have a fairly large yard, uh, greater than, you know, our, our, our property is about a half an acre, a little bit bigger than half an acre. So we had a lot of property to work with. And we had a very clean slate when we bought our house and moved in. There was uh, just trees and nothing else. So we completely landscaped the whole thing. So it's like a full-time job. I, and my wife eventually became a master gardener as well because she felt guilty that I was doing all this work. Ah. And so she thought she should be involved in it as well. And now she's a master gardener and we just we have a tremendous amount of fun landscaping and, and growing things. The two of you garden together. It's very romantic. Yeah. So, yeah. You were telling us this morning uh, about some of the things that go into uh, the stuff you read there's a lot that goes into master gardening. I always thought of it as just kind of a hobby, but it really takes a lot of work and a lot of knowledge, doesn't it? Yeah, I actually promote the uh, master gardening program with uh, Nebraska. Nebraska has one of, I think, probably one of the better master gardener programs in the entire country. And for those of you that don't know about it, um, uh, the ex Nebraska is what's called a land-grant college, and it's really very agriculturally based. And so they have this extension service, and the extension service is for educating the public and providing information. So a lot of the universities have started these things called master gardener programs where they find volunteers 
volunteers and there, I think there's about 150 of them in the Douglas County, Douglas Sarpy County Extension Service right now. And you actually have to go interview, you get selected for the process, you have to do 20 hours of education uh, a year, and then you have to do 40 hours of volunteer work per year to be wow. uh, standing in that. In the, so it's, it's a great volunteer effort, and anybody that's interested in gardening and likes to do that kind of thing, uh, I, I urge you to take a look at that. It's a great program. Yeah, it's one of those we were blessed because when you did the program, it was clear that you cared about the content that you were sharing with us. So Yeah, when I was asked to do a gardening program for RTBS, I, I went to the, the person that, that headed up, the Kathleen Q that headed up the program for Douglas Harpy County uh, Master Gardeners. And I said, look, uh, I'm, I've been asked to do a program for, for RTBS. And would that be okay to do as a Master Gardener? Because they've got some, some very interesting restrictions around that. And she said, as long as I was using university science-based articles, mm-hmm. then that would be quite fine. So we did it. We launched it and been doing it ever since. You already mentioned theater, but expound on that a little bit. I know when I first got here, I saw you in a uh, Frank Sinatra tribute. And uh, you've also, you sang for us at a couple of Whining in the Darks. Tell us a little bit more about your stage career. So I was a pretty shy kid. Um, I kind of did not put myself out in front of anybody, um, which was, you know, kind of interesting to think about. But um, there was a time when I, um, I really liked to sing. I sang constantly. I was always singing, but I didn't do it for any people. And I got involved with a woman in Grand Island, Nebraska, that was urging me to sing more and, um, and actually uh, got me involved in a group called um, the Grand Island City Singers. And I got involved in that, which was a choral group. And one of the members of the choral group came, approached me one day and says, the Grand Island Little Theater is doing a show called Babes in Arms, which was an old musical thing that it would start Judy, uh, uh, Mickey Rooney, and I believe Judy Garland. And uh, they said, would you audition for that? And I thought, well, I, you know, I'll try. So I auditioned for the show and I got a call from the director and they said, they said, we would like you to play Valentine White. And I, I, and I, I didn't know anything about the show. I go, who's Valentine White? And he says, it's the lead role. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I went, oh my gosh. And I'm like going, I thought I'd get a, be a member of the chorus and I could just hang out in the background and didn't think anything, you know, nobody would see me. I wouldn't have to stand up in front of people and, and, and sing a solo or any of that kind of stuff. But I did it and I absolutely fell in love with it and just had a blast. So after that, I kind of decided to become a, a music major in college. Um, I um, did shows over time. I've done Fiddler on the Roof. I've done Annie Get Your Gun. Uh, I've done a, a lot of musicals. I did a show when the Rudyard, Rudyard Norton Theater was still in existence in Omaha. I did a show called New Moon and that. So over time, I've, I've just done a lot of different things. So how long have you been at Radio Talking Book? I think somewhere around 2011, 2012 was when I got involved in that. I was looking for some things to do voluntarily, so... What did you read when you first started? I just articles. I came in, you know, you've got a host of magazines to read and, and there are subjects that you wanted read. So I would pick one that I kind of thought I was a little bit interested in. I'd find an article that fit. I'd record it and, and, you know, did that. Do you remember how long you were here before you got on the lights? I think probably about a year. Well, you're a natural at that for sure. Uh, your theater experience probably helps go into it, but, uh, 
I remember when I got here in 2017, you and Ralph were fixtures on Friday doing the Lincoln Journal Star and the Omaha World Herald together. And uh, you, the two of you were a great duo. Thank you. Appreciate that. I had a lot of fun with Ralph. Do you remember, and, and of course, now that you read with Paul Murphy, do you remember when you took up the gardening show? You know, I really don't. Um, I became a master gardener in 2015, so uh, it was probably around 2017, maybe 2000, you know, maybe 2018. So now you're you're heading to the next chapter in your life. So this is a farewell discussion. Where are you headed from here, Bob? My wife and I have purchased a house in Glendale, Wisconsin, which is a suburb of Milwaukee. Um, we will close on that house at the end of this month. We will move sometime shortly thereafter. Um, and then we will live in Milwaukee, be a lot closer to our daughter and son-in-law and our uh, 13-month-old granddaughter. And then we, they said, we also have a grandson that's going to be uh, two uh, in the fall. And he lives in Reston, Virginia. So we're going to do a little bit of commuting back and forth between the two. We'll eventually find a place to spend some of our time in Reston, and then we'll just kind of move back and forth. between. Yeah. Yeah. Well, best of luck to you, Bob. I should mention too, one of the things you did for RTBS, which you spent a number of years on the board uh, eventually, you were our vice president, and you were also on our technological committee. Uh, so you did a lot of a lot of your recommendations. We took to heart, especially about the succession plan, and uh, all of that has been invaluable to us. So, both for your time on the board and your time reading for us, uh, we thank you so much from the staff and the volunteers and all of us here at RTBS. It has been a pleasure uh, seeing you over the years and getting to know you and sparring with you about politics on Facebook. It's it's been a blast, Bob. Thank you, Ryan. It, it's, it's been great. Like I said, this is truly a, a wonderful organization, and all the people involved in it are, are super people. Yeah. Ralph Morocco, I've, I've got a tremendous amount of respect for. We, we read the paper together for years. Uh, he was the chairman of the board, and he asked me to be on the board, so I, I you know, did that for a while. And uh, it just, it's just been a great time, and I just really enjoy reading for everybody. Well, it's been a pleasure listening to you. A final question before you take off for for the last time. If there's a message you could deliver to the listeners of Radio Talking Book, what would it be? I I go by the listeners. It's not a message that that I can give to them. It's the message that they give me. So so it's uh it's 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 great. I mean, just keep listening. I think as I said, it's a wonderful organization, and I just hope it much uh, has much success moving forward. Well, thank you, Bob. Again, thank you for your service and best of luck in your future ventures. Thank you for being with us today. This has been Ryan O. and Bob Godding, our volunteer spotlight of the month on who's behind that voice on Radio Talking Book as we bid farewell to Bob Godding. Thank you so much for being with us today. And please stay tuned for our next program right here on Radio Talking Book. Bye-bye, folks. <laughs>